0: This is the Small Moves Podcast with your host, Jason Hertzberger, episode 67. You know how a lot of times how workout routines or meal plans or diets never really seem to stick after a decent amount of time? You know why that is? It's because, my dear, you just don't give a damn yet. Damn, there's that damn internal demon of mine coming out. You're listening to the Small Moves Podcast. Small steps for big progress with your host, Jason Hertzberger. Your your next step starts now. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to the Small Moves Podcast, small steps for big progress. Let's prepare to Ignite. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the show this time around. Today is one of our solo shows and the topic area that we're going to be hitting today in generally is the area of health. Specifically, the stuff that I want to talk about today is the motivation that we have behind why we want to try and stay healthy. Now that sounds relatively obvious, but if you're out there and you've ever really struggled to stick to a workout routine or a diet or or any sort of meal plan or whatever it might be, a uh, commitment to a, running a 5K or a marathon or whatever it might be, and you never really ended up getting there. I'm sure that doesn't really apply to anybody that's listening to the show, of course, but let's just hypothetically say that it did. If that's the case, if you fall in any of those categories, then sim- quite frankly, the issue was motivation. You didn't have the right motivation for why that was the case. And I'm running into that situation right now myself. I actually just had a conversation with about this with my wife Carrie and how it applies to me. And I've had a very I've had a long string right now of some pretty good luck in sticking with a workout routine for a pretty extended period of time. It's come up in conversation a couple of times where basically every other day I do 75 kettlebell swings. I do it religiously. It's been there every other day for now going on roughly six months, and I've seen an incredible physiological, let's try that in English, physiological change Since doing so now, that in and of itself is absolutely wonderful. But as I'm sure everybody knows, the combination of both healthy activity and diet is the combination itself that actually gets you realistically to where you or where we all hopefully want to eventually be. And I have struggled a ton with the diet side of it. I've had long strings in the past of being very good with diet, not so great with working out. I've had now a very long string of having a great workout routine but not so much sticking with the diet and it shows it's i'm having trouble keeping weight where i want it to be i'm having trouble keeping body fat composition where i want it to be and that's just sort of the reality of where i am right now and it's just kind of hit me recently That it's it's bothering me, but I can't really figure out why this is more of a uh, (laughs) I'm giving a little bit more of a uh, autobiography here on this. So I do hope hope that you'll uh, bear with me on this, but I'm sure it's something that you can sympathize with if you've ever had any sort of struggles like this in the past yourself. I've been recently reading a book by a fairly controversial author, but who I find to be pretty insightful is a guy by the name of uh, Jordan Peterson. He is a professor out of University of Toronto, and he recently wrote a book called 12 Rules for Life, An Anecdote to Chaos, An Anecdote to Chaos, and... I've been going through that book and he's a clinical psychologist, which is another way of saying that since I started reading the book, I have been viciously psychoanalyzing myself uh, almost 24 hours a day since I started reading the book a few ba- few days back. And that it's, it's basically just kind of boiled up to the point where I was talking with Carrie about it. And I'm just trying to f- sort of figure out why it is that I can't seem to stick with either a workout or a healthy diet, you know, routine at the same time. I always seem to have very good luck with one or the other, but the stre- the amount of time that I'm able to maintain both at the same time just never really seems to last, and I can't seem to figure out why. And the more I – the since reading the book and since reading por- at least this portion of the book as it applies – to this and sort of applying it to this scenario is it just kind of comes down to the fact that whatever it is that is my reasoning for wanting to be healthy and have my weight or body fat composition where i'd like it to be is either too vague or not really established at all and that's something that i'm struggling with to try and figure out how to solve. There's some examples that were given in the book where the bottom line is none of us are particularly motivated to do anything that's hard. And obviously eating healthy and working out is hard in the in the daily lives that most of us live here in the West, where we tend to be somewhat distracted with, you know, wives and kids and all of the wonderful trappings of this wonderful life that we have out here. And that being first world problems as that may be, it is a reality that doesn't permit a lot of time for too much thought in these areas or in too much time dedicated to these areas. So if this is something that you're struggling with, I'm sure that you can sort of understand my perspective and where I'm coming from. I'm trying to figure out what is proper motivation as it would apply to me and if you want to think about it like what what does the real what does real motivation look like for you like the 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 struggle that I have I'm guessing you know as it kind of came from the conversation that I just recently had with Carrie about this was the the reasoning for doing so is for me seems to have been too vague the the goal for the workout routine that I'm doing seems to be fairly specific in that it's very linear. The results the results that I'm seeing, there's no potential end to it. whereas for example, if you're if I'm doing a workout and I'm doing kettlebell swings and I'm getting stronger all over, you know, my entire body is getting stronger, my cardios my cardio performance is going up, my musculature is getting more, advanced everything all of the all of the positive markers that you see from doing a full body weight weight workout is something that continues to progress and at the at the very least in my world I see potentially no end in sight to the progress that I can realize by maintaining that and just simply the way that I do that routine is I buy the Weight the weighted kettlebell that I think is a challenge, and I do 75 kettlebell swings with that. I I take a I do a, something of a stretch goal to what, it, what I would be able to get up to 75 with regardless of the number of sets it takes me to get to 75 when I first get it I'm usually getting up to 75 in the span of maybe three sets and then down to two sets and then eventually down to being able to do all 75 in a single set and then once I'm able to do 75 in a single set I maintain at that weight and continue to do all of the 75 reps in one set for between five to 10 workouts. So for an additional, say, one to two, two and a half weeks after I'm able to hit that for the first time, just to make sure that it wasn't a fluke. So I get to that point and then I sell that kettlebell and buy the next one up and then start all over again at three sets, then two sets, then one, and then for five to 10 times with doing it all in one, and then on to the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. I see really no end in sight with that, with that program, with that routine, and I'm seeing a lot of really great results from that. And the results are visible, and I can absolutely feel the difference. But when it comes to the flip side of the coin, when it comes to staying healthy, which is diet, the results are more ambiguous, and they're... You, you can see before you even start to get healthy, you can see that there's a potential plateau in that you can only lose so much fat and you can only lose so much weight and still maintain, maintain a certain level of health. And I guess where my struggle has been, has been, well, where do I stop? When do I stop? Generally speaking, the over the years, I've struggled in trying different types of programs, different types of diets just to try to keep my weight down to a healthy level. And I've struggled to stay up with any of them, but the one that I finally uh, stumbled upon several years back that worked like magic with regards to A, getting a massive weight loss amount while B, not having to completely sacrifice everything that I've been want that I would like to keep in my life in the way of certain types of foods has been the slow carb diet that was sort of pioneered by Tim Ferriss in his book The 4 Hour Body that was released back in I believe 2009 might have been 2011 originally and I know you know for those of you that have been listening to this Show for a while, you know, I'm something of a fanboy when it comes to Tim Ferriss. I do bring him up quite a bit. Um, that's simply because a lot of his material has really struck a chord with me in my life and has really changed my perspective on a lot of things. So I do apologize for continuing to bring that up. And if you've been listening to the show, you're probably getting a little tired of hearing it, but I, uh, I can't help the fact that this is the stuff that seems to work for me. So anyway, I, Gave the four-hour, the um, slow carb diet, a shot the first time, and had massive success with it. I probably, I stuck with it for probably three months straight. I lost thirty-five pounds, probably a little bit more than that, and it was remarkable. But then I got. Distracted with some family stuff and stress kicked in and I started to ask myself, you know, well, how much more weight do I really want to lose? I'm five foot four and a half, call it five five. I was down to the high 150 pound weight range and like how much further do I really want to go? Do I want to go back to looking like a high school boy? No offense to the high school boys in the audience. Anyway, do I is that something that I want to do or not? And I decided that, you know what, I'm just going to take a break from the program. And then that break lasted a year and a half. And then all of the weight came back and, you know, so, so on goes the railroad, the trip that is, you know, the weight loss roller coaster. And I got back on it again. I lost 20 to 25 pounds and went off it again. And, Recently went on it again for about two weeks, about a month ago, a little over a month ago, I went on it for a solid roughly two weeks and I lost about 10 pounds from it in that span of two weeks, but then went off of it inexplicably for no good reason and haven't gone back on it since and I don't know why and this is just my the struggle that I'm dealing with right now and I'm just trying to figure it out and this is this is a episode where I might not necessarily have the answer to the problem that I'm pitching for this topic, but what I'm, what has me thinking about it and why I wanted to get this episode out was I need to try and figure out what my motivations are and how can I make them more specific, I guess, is the only thing that I can really think of. And that's something that I'm going to be working on myself. You know, what are the benefits of massive weight loss and then simply maintaining that weight loss? And then also... A question that I'd like to have for you in the audience, if you wouldn't mind giving me some feedback, if anyone that is out there that has taken part in a work, in a diet or a sort of any sort of meal plan that its primary goal is the weight loss, which is obviously something that I have massive amounts of success with when it comes to the slow carb diet, as as I've applied it. What do you do once you've lost the weight that you want to lose? If you've gotten to that point, what do you do? Do Is there some sort of a maintenance program that you go on on a relatively regular basis throughout the year where you sort of cycle on and off? Is there a vari- variation of the program that you've done? That's something that I've been sort of thinking. There's not a lot of information that I've been able to stumble on with regards to the maintenance phase of the slow carb diet outside of the uh, for the basic principles of the slow carb diet. Just very quickly is you avoid nearly all forms of um metabol- uh, metabolic sugar, like any sort of carb or sugar. You avoid that 100% throughout the lion's share of the week, six days of the week. And then after that six days, one day a week, you have a cheat day where you frankly lose your mind and eat and drink everything on the planet that you have been desiring for that previous week and it keeps your body in a in a in the phase of realizing that it's going to keep getting all the calories that it wants so it never really kicks into the starvation phase which happens with a lot of diets so you do continue to actively lose weight and i've had a massive amount of success with it it's great on the on the weight loss phase but i don't know if it's just me Fast forwarding in my own head, as I have a tendency to do too much, where I'll fast forward in my head toward the end of it. It's like, okay, if I get down to the weight that I want, which I've never really written it down, so I don't know what that number even is. Maybe that's part of the problem. But once I get down to that point and then I hit the phase of needing to maintain it oh my God, what the hell am I going to do then? I don't know. The information isn't really out there to know that. And you don't want to stay in active weight loss forever. Obviously, that has its own negative effects. So what to do then? I don't know. That's something that I'm going to be trying to figure out. But the bottom line is I clearly don't have the right reasons for doing this constantly cemented in my head. You know, there's there's the generic ones. You want to stay healthy for your family, you want to be around for your kids. Everybody that's a parent understands and knows that one. But again, that's also too vague. So I'm trying to figure out what that could be for me. And right now right now at this minute, I have to report to you that I don't really know what that is. And that's something that I'm gonna be working on myself. And if you're out there and you've had you've struggled with this situation before yourselves. I would love to hear your feedback about this situation to me, uh, to anybody else that's listening to the show. I'd love to hear your perspective, if you wouldn't mind. My, pers- my You can catch up with me on the community Facebook page at smallmoves.co forward slash community. That'll take you to the Facebook page. And just leave a comment there. Leave me, Tell me what your story was with regards to the situation. Have you found the right motivation that worked for you? What was it? I'm curious because if not, if for nothing else, but selfish reasons, and for anybody that's listening to this as well, I think they would appreciate some help with that as well. thanks again for listening to this episode of the show. I do apologize for the uh, sort of egocentric rant there, but it's something that I'm struggling with. And it's something that I think is very much applicable to the small moves Concept, which is what are the small little tweaky things that can make the biggest difference over time. In this particular case, I'm searching for that answer myself. And if you have some insight, that would be great. If not, I'm going to keep looking and I will report back in the future in future episodes of the future health episodes of the show. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Really quick before you go, go ahead and if you haven't done so already, please go ahead and subscribe to the show in whatever podcast listening app that you're listening to it on right now. We've got some great interviews that are coming up in the next couple of weeks that I don't want you to miss. And also, if you could review the show on Apple Podcasts or in iTunes, that is incredibly helpful for me. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm really glad that you're here. We'll talk to you next time around. You've got this.